Video marketing is the thing right now and it is being pushed hard. TikToks, Reels, YouTube, the new live scheduling feature on Instagram. There's a big push for video marketing for visibility at the moment. But what if you're not comfortable with video? What if you're an introvert that prefers the behind the scenes work in your business? You love to work for your clients and you love what you do and you know that you need to be visible in order to continue to get clients, but you're not comfortable with the current visibility superstars. Or what if you're not really introverted at all, but you just feel apprehensive about jumping into video? Either way, you are alone and this week's episode is for you. I'm joined by Jenny Soonison today to chat about embracing visibility as an introvert both how you can embrace visibility and how you can do it without draining all of your energy as an introvert. Ginny is a podcast strategist and mentor and the CEO of the Savvy Podcast Agency, a podcast management and marketing agency. When she's not working, she's spending time with her hubby, son Everett, and her two golden doodle pups. She's also the host of the Profitable Podcast Summit, which you're going to hear a bit more about momentarily. You're listening to episode 95 of the Chasing Symbol podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey there, friend. Sorry to interrupt your listening, but I have a few really exciting things to share with you that just couldn't wait. If you're a blogger, podcaster, or wannabe blogger, podcaster, this is for you. Here very soon, I'm speaking at two different summits that I am really excited about. The first is the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. This five-day event was created to help bloggers streamline their workflows and blog better. This event is kicking off on January 31st, and if you're looking to spend less time blogging with bigger results, you're going to want to head to amandawarfield.com forward slash blogger to grab your free ticket and join us. Now, this next event is for you podcasters out there, the Profitable Podcast Summit, where you'll learn strategies on how to grow your income, impact, and influence with your podcast. This is a five-day event as well, and we'll be kicking off on February 7th. You can grab your free ticket to that one at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcaster with an ER at the end. 
I'll also link to both of those in the show notes, but once again, you can grab your free ticket for the Blogger Breakthrough Summit at amandawarfield.com forward slash blogger, and you can grab your free ticket for the Profitable Podcast Summit at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcaster. I really hope to see you there, and now let's get back to this episode. Jenny, I am so excited to have you on today. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what you do, and who you serve? Yeah, I am Jenny. I have a podcast management and marketing agency. We work with primarily females. We do have a couple of male clients, but we help them launch and grow their podcast. So that is a little bit about me and my business. And I've been in business since 2017, not with this focus, but I've been in business since 2017, which feels kind of like a dinosaur in the online space. It really does. I'm I'm starting to feel that I started my business in 2018 and I'm starting to feel that way too, which is bizarre <laughs> yeah. because I always, I don't know. I still feel like I'm the baby, but right at this point also it's, it's a weird shift. Yeah. So <laughs> you are the host of the profitable podcast summit and everyone heard about that right before this interview started. If you haven't signed up, make sure you go do that. And I'm speaking obviously, which is why everyone heard about it. (laughs) But when we had our like connection call originally about me speaking for you and getting the interview and things done, I know that we connected about both of us being introverts. And I think that in this online space, it can be both such a pro to be an introvert because, you know, you can work from home, you work for yourself, yada, yada. But it also can sometimes be a con because you have to be visible in order to market yourself in this online space and to really stand out. And there's a lot of pressure to be this personal brand almost in this online space and really show your face, show who you are. And I know that this is something that you kind of struggled with initially with making sure that you were getting in front of your ideal audience as an introvert. And could you just share a little bit about that and what that was like for you? Yeah, totally. I think there's a lot of pressure to be on video. They're like video marketing is the big thing. Video, 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 get on live video, do reels, do this, do that. (laughs) And for an introvert, I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be like super crazy introverted. Like I'm an introvert. I identify as an introvert, but I'm not like, oh my God, if someone ever speaks to me, I'm going to just not even know what to do. You know, there's or like on that side of the spectrum, but live video is just not my thing. Like I get, I have to like work myself up to it, all this stuff. So it's just like one of those things I'm like, yes, marketing might be leading towards that, but I I don't want to do it. And you don't have to either. So there's so many different ways that you can embrace visibility as an introvert. My, some of my favorite ways to do that is really just podcasting. So both hosting your own and guesting on other people's podcasts, like we're doing right now, or like I'm doing right now. And then summit. So hosting a summit or guesting in summits. Yes. Summits typically require video, but most of the time it's not live. So you have that added layer and protection that you can, you know, if you mess up, you can re-record or you can edit it out or whatever you need to do. So it just kind of takes away the pressure versus with like live video where you're just like, Oh no, like if I mess up, everyone sees me and I can't redo it, which that's the biggest hang up for me. So I think there's just a lot of ways to really get visible without feeling uncomfortable. And, you know, obviously if you're doing something that doesn't feel comfortable to you, you're not going to show up as your best self and people are going to recognize that. So don't force yourself to do something that doesn't feel good for you just because someone in the online space says that's the way to go. And I think it's so important to note here that yes, 
this is a thing very much for introverts, but also I have students all the time that aren't introverts, but they're just not used to showing up in this online digital video heavy capacity. And they're nervous and unsure about where to even begin. And so these are all great ways to start leaning into visibility, whether or not you're an introvert, just getting to that starting point of, okay, how do I start showing up in a way that is comfortable for me in a way that is a good first step? So I guess my question to you, Jenny, is how did you get from this place of, okay, this everyone's pushing video to this is what I'm comfortable with. How did you figure out what that that comfort level for you personally was and what the right places were for you to show up? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, for me, I tested kind of different things. Like I even tried doing live videos and I was like, maybe I'll just like get over it, you know, and it'll feel better. And every time I do it, it's like, yeah, it feels a little better, but it still is not like comfortable for me. Like I really have to hype myself up to do it no matter how many times I do it. And like, that's not enjoyable for me to feel like I have to constantly like hype myself up to make something happen. So for me, when I started my podcast, I was definitely nervous about that because it's a new realm, you know, podcasting, you know, you do have to have some, some layer of confidence to start a podcast, whether you're doing solo or guest, but especially guests, because you have to assume the role of like the host and ask the questions and be the interviewer, you know, versus just kind of doing the solo episodes. So, I mean, even if you go back and listen to my very first couple episodes of my podcast and you listen to now, like it's a world's difference. And obviously I think that's how it should be because you shouldn't be, your first episode shouldn't be as good as your hundredth. But I really think that it's one of those things that you just kind of try it, try, see what works. You know, you might think you hate video and you actually end up liking it. That wasn't really the case for me, but it could be the case for you. Same with podcasting. You might be really scared to jump into it. But for me, the the main thing that made me really want to continue podcasting is just because it ended up feeling so comfortable after like the first month or two. And also the fact that I could just turn off my camera and record with, you know, myself or with a guest and not have to worry about putting on makeup and being quote unquote on all the time. It just felt really good to me. And it's a great way to consume content. And I thought about my audience, like what would they want to hear? And even before I was a podcast strategist, I had a podcast and it was about something completely different, but I had a lot of like moms in my audience and just busy, busy entrepreneurs. And most entrepreneurs don't really have the time to sit down and watch a video, especially if it's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, like it's so much easier to actually listen to a 15, 20 minute podcast. So it's important to kind of consider your audience too, and what they're going to be able to consume. Because I mean, personally for me, I'm a mom now and I hardly watch video anymore. I don't even watch TV hardly anymore. I just, you know, that's not what I choose to spend my time doing. So I think there's a lot of people in that same camp as well. It's easy to turn on a podcast in the car. You can't really stream a video in the car that well because you're not as engaged. Yeah. And I mean, we were just talking about this before we hit record, right? About how I don't love video. I don't love watching videos because I want to be able to listen on the go, whether I'm out taking a walk or folding laundry, doing dishes. It's a great part of podcasting is that I can pop it in my earbuds and not have to look at anything. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of multitask. Something that I think that you noted there that is so important is that it, it isn't going to be comfortable immediately, but at some point it should be comfortable because 
And I say this to my listeners all the time, marketing should be fun. It should be Mm -hmm. enjoyable. If this is how you're going to be putting yourself out there to the world, you shouldn't dread it and you shouldn't hate doing it. Does that mean that it's going to go perfectly right away? No, I can very clearly remember the first podcast episode I ever did or interview I ever did. I had like six pages of notes, double spaced. (laughs) I was sitting in our little closet. We had we had a rental home and it was not, it was a very tiny closet. And I'm sitting in there with my, my mic and my computer and my six pages of notes and they're asking questions and I'm trying to find where in my notes I had that question. And like, I was (laughs) sweating. I was so nervous. And now I just hop on and I like do almost zero prep for any interview. It's like like second nature now. (laughs) Yeah. And so it does take some time to get comfortable, but if you're sweating it, every time, if there's not improvement, even after the first one or two times you do something, you should see some improvement, even if you're not exactly where you want to be yet, find something different. You don't have to. And again, I say this all the time. You don't have to show up in all the places and do all the things you have to find the ones that make the most sense for you and your business and the way you run your life. And if showing up on video doesn't make sense for you, maybe podcasting is the type of long form content that makes the most sense. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, you're so right. It's just, it's one of those things, just kind of test out and see what works for you and then commit to what feels good for you. Cause you know, maybe blogging feels good for you. That's another like introvert friendly one too. That's even like less scary than podcasting. And, you know, if you're thinking about trying video, even, I mean, I know I'm not a video person, but the way I kind of work my way up to getting a little bit more comfortable with video is using Instagram stories because they disappear after 24 hours. So it's like not as high pressure because you're like, oh, it's not a live video that like stays there in, you know, forever. It's just like, it's there for 24 hours and then it's gone. And then plus it's also not live. So you can record as many takes as you want. So if you are wanting to jump into video and you're feeling a little nervous about it, that's another little tip too. Yeah. And a great way to do that, in fact, is if you have a carousel post, let's say you create a carousel post on Instagram, you've got five tips to whatever, hop onto stories, record yourself saying something like, Hey, today I shared this post on my feed. It's about this topic. Make sure you go check it out and then reshare that carousel post and each slide to your stories and then do a quick 15 second wrap up post. And then that way you're showing your face and you're being visible, but you're letting the graphics do the talking for you really you're very you're seeing a very small amount but yet you're still visible and then like jenny said within 24 hours it's gone yeah (laughs) yeah i think i think that's just you know just do what makes you feel comfortable and like don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone to see if you like something because you may you may like something and not think you will like one of my friends is super introverted but she ended up loving being on video like that wouldn't be the case for me or that hasn't been the case for me but you know, there's different levels of introvert too. So like some people might be way comfortable on live video, even though they're identifying as an introvert, some people won't. And I think also with like summits and stuff, it's like hosting a summit. Yeah. You have to be pretty visible because you know, that's, you're the face of the summit really, even though all your presenters are doing different presentations, you are like the one showing up and loving on the speakers and loving on the attendees and stuff. So that does take, you know, a bit of not even extrovertedness, but that takes some, some energy, Um, but (laughs) guesting in summits, on the other hand, that is one of the things that is like, 
it's pretty passive. Like, yeah, you have to record a video, whether that's like an interview with the host or you're doing kind of like a presentation style where you're recording your screen, but it's like a one and done situation. It's not like you're like constantly showing up, like you have to, when you're there's different levels of things. And, you know, I always recommend like going for the guest route, either in podcast or summits first and kind of getting your feet wet and feeling good about it before, you know, decide to host your own podcast or your own summit. Cause those are obviously bigger undertakings than just like showing up on a couple of podcasts or summits. Absolutely. And it's a lot more commitment than just showing up where you can. And Again, it's it's various. You take it step by step by step. I started off guesting and I had six pages of notes <laughs> for a guest <laughs> interview where they were just asking questions that I already knew the answer to because I was talking about an area of my expertise. And eventually I started my own podcast and I actually didn't start out interviewing guests, even though having guests creates more visibility for the podcast, but I just wanted to take it one step at a time. And so from my first podcast I don't think I had a single guest the entire time. And, you know, I started off with a full, I basically wrote a blog post and read the script and then I moved into (laughs) outlines and like, you know, you take these baby steps to make you more and more and more comfortable. So when you're looking at someone who's podcasting, don't look at where they are. I mean, this is episode 95 of the Chasing Simple podcast. My podcast before this, I had 30 something episodes. So I'm over a hundred episodes into podcasting plus the gosh, I don't even know how many guest episodes I've done at this point. So don't look at this podcast or Jenny's podcast and say, okay, well, she's there and that's what I need mine to look like because we're still taking steps forward. Yeah. And we didn't start here either. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. It's, I think it's just important to just take those little baby steps. Like you said, (laughs) I was the same way. I had like a blog post style, like quote unquote outline. You can't even call an outline because it's definitely not an outline. And then I, and then I moved down to outlines and now I still do use outlines just because otherwise I'd be a jump mess just because it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to get your thoughts together if you don't have at least something on paper, but yeah, it's definitely one of those things. It's just like, take those baby steps towards meeting your goal. And, you know, eventually you might realize it's not for you and that's okay. And then, you know, you also might realize you love it. So just give it a try. There's nothing wrong with trying. And I also just want to make a note here that I have talked to multiple students that have chronic conditions, chronic illnesses, and they want to be visible, but they're concerned about how much time and effort goes into video marketing, things like YouTube Mm. and other things like that. And I just want to say that I think podcasting is a great option for those of us that do have some sort of chronic condition because yeah. Like Jenny said, you can show up and like, you don't have to do your hair. You don't have to get ready. You don't have to do anything. You just show up and you record. <laughs> you can no record at 9 PM at night. If you want to, if you don't have exactly. a guest, I have done it before. Like there's been a busy week and I'm like, Oh my God, I have to record my episodes going out in like three days. So it really gives you that flexibility and you know, you don't have to put on a face. You can just go for it and record. And yeah, it's just, it's great. And you, you can even batch, which helps immensely for busy people or people who have chronic conditions where they're not able to show up every single week. So it just, it helps you stay consistent if you're constantly, you know, if you're going in batching versus like, oh no, I need to record every single week. Cause that's really, really stressful. Oh, they have heard my, my soapboxes about batching many times. Oh, I know, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. You don't have to wait for the right lighting or anything. I mean, my podcast closet that I'm standing in at this moment 
has terrible lighting. I really need to go get a ring light actually, because I have to record a summit presentation and my other one broke, but it has terrible lighting and it doesn't matter because I, there's the flexibility with podcasting to record anywhere, anytime. So now that we have convinced everyone that podcasting is a great way forward, if you want to be more visible, what action step would you give everyone this week to take that first step towards embracing visibility as an introvert? I would say it's kind of like sit down and think about what you want to do, what your goal is like with getting visible. So like, for example, with podcasting, like your first step would be really just kind of figuring out like, what do you want to even want to talk about? Like, what can you talk about? What topic ideas are there? Just anything like that. And just So if we're going the podcasting example, just kind of sit down and map out the structure because that's a big mistake I see a lot of people make is like like gung-ho and they really, really want to start a podcast and they're really excited about it. They just like come up with a name and then, you know, think of a couple of topics and then none of it correlates back to their business. So just kind of figure out how you want to get visible, what feels good for you and kind of map out some kind of strategy to start doing that and just just go for it. Don't, don't be nervous. It is, it is nerve wracking. I won't lie. (laughs) I definitely was nervous too, but I think it's important to just take one little step forward versus just standing still. I love it. And I want to add to that, that if you are interested in learning more about podcasting, you should absolutely grab your ticket to come join us for the profitable podcast summit. Jenny, can you tell us just a little bit more about what exactly the summit is and who it's for and how they can grab their free ticket? Yeah. So this is actually the second annual summit, which is really exciting. I started hosting them last year in 2021. So basically the summit is for current and aspiring podcasters. So you don't have to have a podcast yet. We have a couple of presentations to help you start a podcast, but there's a lot of presentations on pe- for people who already have a podcast. So basically we have about 17 speakers. Like I said, they were covering topics from launching to growing to everything in between, like, you know, marketing your podcast on like actually using your podcast to get buyers. I know Amanda's talking about building like no with consistent episodes. There's even starting a podcast as an introvert, which my friend Tara is doing, which is going to be really cool too. Cause as introverts, I was like, yes, we need this topic. <laughs> so and I'm even, I'm even talking about what to do before outsourcing your podcast. So obviously if you have a podcast, that would be something that's kind of cool. If you're like, okay, I like podcasting. It's fun, but it's taking so much time. I need to get off my plate. So yeah. So there's three days of presentations. Like I said, there's 17, about 17 speakers. And then the fourth day is the live sessions where there'll be some networking and co-working and things like that. So it'll be really, really fun. I have such a blast with that for you. My favorite is reading and talking to the speakers and the attendees. It's just the best part. Like the the in-between stuff, it's like, yeah, you have to do it, but it's not fun. But yeah, I get really hyped when it's like actual summit week because that's like super fun. Even though it's kind of draining as an introvert to be live and active all that time, it's it's still really fun. So if you guys are thinking about starting a podcast, definitely, definitely join us. It's going to be so much fun and I hope to see you there. Yeah. And if you're listening to this live as this airs, we get started February 7th. You can head to amandawarfield.com forward slash podcaster to grab your free ticket. Come join us for that week. And if you're listening to this in the future and the summit is already over, I believe Jenny has a waitlist function. Yep. 
Yes. <laughs> so you can head to that same link and get on the wait list for the next one because you're not going to want to miss it. Okay, Jenny. So we end every episode around here with a book recommendation. So I want to hand the mic to you. What is one book that you would recommend to everyone? That's a good one. I really liked Traction and that, that's one that I read pretty recently. It is a business book and I found it to be really cool. I mean, some of the stuff in there, I definitely don't implement it. I've kind of like tweaked it to my own liking because there's, you know, there's some stuff in there that's like, okay, I don't have like an integrator yet. I don't know if I ever will, but it's it's really interesting book and it's like a good read for business owners. But for personal reading, I don't have a specific book in mind, but I really love like mystery thrillers, like ones that are just like keep you on the edge of the seat through the whole book. And that's like my favorite personal read. And that's what I've been reading a lot more of lately, just because sometimes business books are like, they're really inspiring, but there's a lot. I need, I need a break. I need a yeah. brain break. Like, let me just like dive into this mystery thriller world for a little bit. Have you read any recently that really stuck stood out to you? Not like recently, because I've been, tr- I've, I haven't like gotten back into reading as much as I wanted to ever since I had my son. It's like been one of those things. I'm like, I really want to start reading again. I really want to start reading again, but I just don't. But I really liked like a woman in the window. And anything by like Ruth Ware or Colleen Hoover, she has a couple mm-hmm. more like mystery ones, but she also has like romance ones too. So I say all of those and traction traction is <laughs> really great for those of you that are kind of in that place of, I know what I want to do, but I also am stuck on my brand messaging. I actually found that book more helpful than say like building a story brand that everyone talks about, which is also a great book, but traction really helped me hone in on my brand messaging. Yeah. So. I never, I never read Donald Miller's book, but I, I've heard good things. So that's, that's interesting to hear because that's like supposed to be his whole thing. And maybe I should go back and read it now that I have my brain messaging and maybe it would be like light bulb moments all over the place. But before right. I really had nailed down my brain messaging, it, it didn't do a lot for me. Yeah. You were like, it might've been a little too, like yeah. too advanced or something. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. So I'm going to go back and reread that guys and I'll let you know, but traction, if you're in that place where you're like, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know how to communicate it well, highly recommend. I go back and reread it every year. In fact, so love that. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate this. I think this is such an important topic because visibility is important but it doesn't have to look the same for everyone else. So I really appreciate you coming on and just chatting about this with me and for sharing all about your summit. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited for all the listeners that are going to grab their free ticket. Thank you so much for putting that on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I I really enjoy being guest on podcasts, obviously as a podcast strategist myself. It's just, it's one of those things that's like, I don't, I don't get to do it as often as I like, but it's always really fun. And thank you so much for being in the summit. I am really excited for everyone to see your presentation because it's really great. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.